What's up, everybody? Good morning and welcome to our Sunday morning Water's Edge worship experience. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today, for making time on your Sunday morning to watch and join. If you're sharing these links with your friends and family or people that you just know, and it's helping them out, we're so thankful for that. Continue to share these links with people. We have people watching online from all over the United States. We have people watching right now from Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia. We have people tuning in from Florida. We have people tuning in from Texas. We have people tuning in from California. We have a few people tuning in from Louisiana and that other country. A lot of times people are tuning in from DeRitter. So we want to welcome everybody, man. Thank you for hanging out with us. And for those of you that continue to be generous and you continue to give online, thank you so much. It allows us to love more people and help more people and serve more people and feed more people. We'll be having another drive through food pantry in just a, few, a couple of weeks. And so we'll be probably feeding between 800 and 1500 people. So for those of you that continue to be generous and give online, thank you so much. Today, we're in a brand new series. And if we were to find the word monster, the word monster would probably look something like this. And remember this today, a monster would be something large, terrifying, threatening, cruel, intimidating, and powerful. And so naturally we use this word monster as a description. There's monster trucks. We have a monster drinks, monster energy drinks. That guy or that teenager has a monster appetite. That neighborhood is a monster neighborhood. But we also say this, this battle in my life, this struggle in my life is big and strong and powerful, almost like a monster. These emotions, this depression, this anxiety, this past regret in my life is big and strong and powerful like a monster. And so today we're in this new series entitled Monsters. And the purpose of the series is to get you and I to face and to deal with those monsters in our life that keep holding us back from love and life and joy and becoming the person that deep down we really want to become. Those monsters that keep defeating you and I and haunting you and I and tempting you and I and chasing you and I and pushing you and I around like a bully. Now, every single day you and I make choices and decisions and we make goals to make our life different and better. Deep down, there are certain parts of our life that we would love to change. We don't want to change everything about us. There's parts of our life that we really love and we we hold on to that, but that we know this. There are certain parts of our life that we know that we need to have personal growth in that area, and we know we need to let go of some things, and we know that we need to be different in that area, and we know that we need to change. And so as we get started today, it's very important to understand something about God, and it's very important to understand something about your life, and this is what it is, and remember this. If you're still with me, Sam, I'm still with you. God does not call us to grow in this life because all he can see is what's wrong with you. He calls us to grow so we don't miss out on who we can be and who he calls us to be. I think sometimes we have this idea of God that he only sees the worst part of us. And so most of the time when God speaks to us, it's just conviction. You need to change, change, change. You have this failure and that failure, you must change. And this is not how God is because God is love. And so he also sees your hopes. He also sees your dreams. He also sees your pain and your heartache and your loneliness. He also sees how hard you try and how hard you love and how hard you serve. He also sees the best parts of you and who you can be. And so again, God's not calling us to grow today because the only thing he sees in your life is all of your failures. I think sometimes that's how we view God. I, I'm, I need to back away from God and God makes me nervous and I need to back away from church because we've been given this vision that the only thing God sees in your life is what's wrong with you. But that's just not true. He's calling us to grow today, not because he only sees what's wrong with you. He's calling us to grow today so we don't miss out. He's calling us to change today so we don't miss out on the life that we really want. And so an important question for us to ask ourselves today is this, and remember this today, notice this. 
What are you holding on to right now that's actually fighting against who you want to be and who you're trying to become? We want to be stronger. We want to be more peaceful. We want to be better in our relationships. We want to be better in our health. We want to be more joyful. We want to be happier. We want to be more forgiving. We want to be less negative and more positive. We want to be kind and compassionate. We want to be free from this bondage, and God knows that, and that's why God always calls us to grow because he's the one who actually put those desires in our life to have a life that's stronger, to have a life that's better, to have a life that's filled with more joy and hope and love, and so again, what are you holding on to right now in your life that you know is working against who you want to become and how you want to be. And and also in this series, we're going to be asking this question and notice this question today because we're going to come back to it over and over again over the next few weeks in this series. And this is what it is. What would your life look like and how would your life grow if you took full responsibility for the side of you that keeps holding you back? What would your life look like and how much more would you grow if you owned it, if you took full responsibility for the areas in your life that you know are holding you back? God has given all, God has given all of us this ability to decide where and how our life ends up. And he also calls us, and you have to remember this, he's given us the ability to choose where our life ends up, but he also calls us to be responsible for how and where our life ends up. Now, How would you feel in this blank today? If you're still with me, say I'm still with you. Notice this on the screen. My life will probably remain the same if I put off dealing with my blank. If you and I took full responsibility, and if we were really honest with ourselves today, what would we say? What goes in this blank? My life would probably stay the same if I keep putting off dealing with my blank, my attitude. If I keep putting off my patterns of worry, if I keep putting off dealing with my patterns of stress and my patterns of complaining and my my patterns of negativity, if I keep putting off dealing and facing my habits, if I keep putting off dealing with and facing my selfishness, if I keep putting off and dealing with how I manipulate other people in relationships or how I keep making excuses for those things that knock me down and hold me back, what's my life going to look like if I keep holding on and I refuse to deal with these things that I'm holding on to? Whatever you would put in this blank, we all need to understand this. We are responsible for and we're responsible to deal with it. Whatever it is that you would put in that blank that's holding you back from changing, you're responsible to face it. You're responsible to deal with it. You're responsible to own it and to work on it and to overcome it. I find that most people today, and you're going to find this too, we find that most people in our life love to complain. And we love to complain about those areas in our life that cause us pain and guilt and regret and relationship tension and heartache, when in reality, we're the only ones who can do anything about it. We love to complain about the painful areas in our life when in reality, we're the only ones that can ever deal with it. What good does it do to complain about your marriage and your money to other people, unless you're looking for some sort of attention? What good does it do to complain about your habits and your feelings? What good does it do to complain about your circumstances and your storms to other people unless sometimes you want attention? When you're the main one who can do something about it, what are you holding on to right now that you need to let go of? And what part of you do you need to take responsibility for right now in your life? Because you can't make any more excuses for it. It's your time to own it. And, and how much would you personally grow if you did? How much would you personally change in those problematic areas in your life if you owned it and you let go of it? 
Now, in this series, and today, we're gonna be looking at this scene in Matthew chapter four where Jesus is fasting in the desert and he's being tempted with some very intense temptations on top of the devil's mountain. And as I was looking at this passage this past week, I found something interesting at the end of chapter three and at the beginning of chapter four that I think most of us can relate to. And so notice this today. We pick up in Matthew chapter three and we'll read verses 16 and 17. Notice what it says. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove, settling on Jesus. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly beloved son who brings me great joy. So right here, we see that Jesus gets baptized in the Jordan River by John the Baptist. And this is a holy moment. It's a sacred moment for Jesus. It's a beautiful moment. It's a high moment for Jesus. And this is a moment of victory for Jesus. This is a mountaintop experience for Jesus. And then in the very next chapter, the very next verse, the very next scene, the very next moment, we find Jesus being tempted. After this high point of victory, in the very next moment, we find Jesus being tempted with these major, harsh, challenging, strong temptations, which leads us to an observation, and this is what it is, and remember this today. You and I usually face our strongest challenges right after our greatest victories in this life. And the reason why is because after you and I have defeated this strong monster in our life, after you and I have defeated these giants in our life, after we have climbed these mountains in our life and we have victory, what do we usually do right after that? What usually comes next? This is what we do so often. We let our guard down because we just had victory and we get comfortable. And when we get comfortable, it's because we think that we're stronger in that area than we really are. And then the next thing you know, we're facing one of our greatest battles and one of our greatest temptations because we're still holding on. If you're going through a time of victory right now in your life, if you feel like you're strong, if you feel like you're defeating your giants and your monsters, brace yourself. If you feel like you're going through this major time of just strength and victory, brace yourself because your greatest challenge is about to follow. Now, there's this well-known trap used by hunters to catch and trap monkeys. Now, this is kind of funny, but what they'll do is this. Now, I brought a Pringles bottle because I think we can relate to this, but what these hunters will do when they're trying to trap monkeys when they're hunting them is they'll find a melon or a coconut, and then they'll cut a hole just the size for that monkey to slide its open hand inside of that melon or coconut, and they'll put a fruit inside of the melon or coconut like a banana or something like that. And so these monkeys can, can put their hand inside of the melon, or for us, it's the Pringles bottle. But once they find that fruit and they grab a hold of it, they grab a hold of that banana and they clench their fist, now all of a sudden they can't, they cannot get their hand out because they're making a fist. They could get their hand out if they would just let go of the fruit, but they refuse to let go. They just keep pulling harder and harder and harder on that fruit to try to get it out of the trap. They could be free if they would just open up their hand and slide it back out but they want what's inside so badly that they keep their hand closed and they hold on to that fruit that they can't pull their hand out. And even, even when the hunters start approaching and the monkeys see the hunters approaching, you would think they would just let go of the fruit, pull their hand out and run away from the trap, but they don't. They hold on to that fruit even tighter and they keep trying to pull it. They're free, they just won't let go. And as the hunters approach, they still will not let go. And the reason why they're not free is simply because they refuse to let go. So let's go back to our question. 
What are you holding on to right now in your life that's actually fighting against who you want to be and who you're trying to become? Many times when you and I try to change and grow this side or this certain area of our life, many times the reason why we're holding back is because we're holding on to something that deep down we just don't wanna let go of. And it's kind of like mopping your floor with muddy shoes. We're working against our very own progress. And so what are you holding on to that's actually holding you back that you simply just need to let go of? You really want peace. You really want good health. You really want better relationships. You really want a better marriage. You really want to feel better emotionally. You really want a stronger faith. You really want to be Christ-like and so on. But the real question is, what are you willing to let go of to get all that? It's not just going to happen. Now, one main reason that you and I still hold, in those bat- still hold on to those battles that always holds us back from changing in our life is because of this. And this may be hard for many of us to hear right now, but remember this and notice this today if you're still with me, Sam's still with you. The main reason we hold on is because our battle has become a part of our identity and it brings us attention. Everyone look right here. One of the main reasons why you're not letting go of this battle or this monster or this struggle or this giant or this mountain in your life is because you've held on to it for so long. You know you can let go, but you've held on to it for so long that now it has become a part of your identity. Our depression and our health issues give us something to constantly talk about to draw attention to ourselves. Our struggles and and our relationship drama that we always seem to have gives us something to talk about with other people that draws attention to ourself, and now it's becoming a part of our identity, our, our personal drama, our storms, our, our pain, our, our sicknesses, our failures that we always need to talk about with someone. Now, all of a sudden, it gives us something to talk about with other people to draw attention to ourselves. It's kind of like those people who, every time you see them, how you doing? And they always want to sit down and say, oh, I I got this struggle. I I got that struggle. I've been trying to do this. I've been trying to overcome that. And I just can't defeat this. And I just can't defeat that. And it's like the same story over and over and over again to the point to where you know this is a part of their identity. And the reason why is because it brings attention to their life when they talk about it. And when we realize that, we usually just make it a part of our identity instead of working hard to change it and to let go of it and to get it out of our life. If the battle that you're holding on to for attention is actually holding you back from becoming a person of love and is holding you back from personal growth, then do what you have to do to overcome it and let go of it today because chances are you're holding on to it a whole lot stronger than it's holding on to you. That banana wasn't holding on to that monkey's arm. It wasn't holding on at all. The monkey was holding on to the banana and that's why it can't get out of the trap. It's not holding on to you. You're holding on to it. And one of the main reasons is so you can get attention and now it's become a part of your identity, which leads me to one last thought. Remember this today. If you're still with me, Sam, I'm still with you. In life, we can either be driven by attention and selfishness or by responsibility and growth. When you're driven in this life by responsibility and personal growth and progress, then you will work hard to let go of any area in your life that's holding you back from becoming the person that you want to be and that God desires you to be. 
Why? Because deep down you know that the longer you hold on to it, the longer it's going to take you to finally have peace and become the person you've always wanted to be. The longer it's going to take you to finally have joy and faith and love and growth and freedom and a better future and better relationships so you can become the person that you've always wanted to be. It's going to hold you back from having healthier emotions and a stronger character, which is the type of person that you've always wanted to be. And someone's always going to ask, okay, Brother Tony, but how do I let go of what's holding me back? Someone's always going to ask that question. Some of you are asking that right now. How do I let go of this monster that's holding me back? Everyone look at me right now. No one can tell you that. No one can teach you how. It only happens when you decide in your heart and in your soul and in your resolve to take full responsibility for your life. Are you owning it? Are you taking full responsibility? And then we reach deep inside of our soul and we fight back whatever it takes and we have some resolve and we have some self-control and we work hard to grow and we work hard to keep walking with God and we work hard to change whatever it takes even when we don't feel like it because we've taken full responsibility over our life. That's what it looks like to take responsibility and that's what personal growth and personal life change demands. As most of you know, two years ago, my dad was in the final stages of his journey with leukemia. Hospice had taken over, and we were preparing for these final weeks that we had with my dad. And my dad and my mom had made all the funeral arrangements beforehand, and they had had all that taken care of. And I remember my dad had called me, and he was telling me about all the funeral arrangements, and he was telling me things that my brother Ryan and my brother Darren and what we could all do for my mom. And then he said this. He goes, I just have one last thing to do. I just have to pick out the outfit that I want to be buried in, my burial outfit, because I just have to pick it out. And I remember thinking to myself, what goes through your mind when you know that you have to walk into your house and then walk into your closet and pick out the very outfit that you want to be buried in? Like, what goes through your mind? But I could tell that my dad wasn't stressed about it at all, because I'll tell you something about my dad that affected me. I don't ever recall my dad living for attention or his image. I just really remember the bulk of my dad's life of him fighting hard to develop his character and his faith and his love and his responsibility for his family. And this is what I'm always going to remember about my dad because this is what he always taught me and my brothers. Be responsible for your life. Be responsible for your life. My dad lost his dad when he was 18 years old. My dad had to take responsibility for his life and for my grandma, his mom's life. And so something I always saw my dad do was take responsibility for his life. His actions taught me how to grow and how to change and how to love and how to pursue what's right and what's responsible. So whatever you're holding on to today that's holding you back, let it go. Take responsibility for your life and you'll start to become the person that you've always wanted to be and the person that God calls you to be. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We love you. We hope to see you back next week. We hope you have a wonderful week.